What's good, everybody? It is January 23rd at the time of this recording, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the A1 Podcast, a show where we talk about games, anime, and content creation. And as always, we have much love for all three, but no experts in any. And for those of you who don't know, A1 means staying on point, which is the standard that we strive for to create a positive vibe for the show. So before we get into our topics, let me just introduce my co-host, A1 Jerb. It's been a minute. I think episode eight was actually published around like in december so i think it's been three weeks since we actually met up and actually chopped it up so how how you been man how you been man been three weeks yeah i'm pretty sure oh my god (laughs) technically we had an episode that we recorded before this but it'll never be put up lost file (laughs) we have like at least two lost files at this point hey lost files are fun because we know what happened but no one else knows what happened the only reason why I didn't post the last episode is because I was I was really, really cranky. So I'm like, yeah, nah. This goes against everything that I stand for as far as like the podcast goes. So let me just yes. not put this up. But now I'm good. But how about you? Are you ready? I'm ready to just talk about anime. I like anime. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are listening, we don't necessarily have much news about gaming or content creation right now. So we're just going to go ahead and dedicate this entire episode to anime. Which is good, though, because we haven't really had an anime-centric um, episode until now. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, as far as my opening statement goes, um, I kind of want to add some sections just to, like, I guess, I don't know, spice up the podcast or just try something new. Um, this is just a request. I don't necessarily know if you want to take it. But um, for every podcast, we start off by requesting a challenge that we have to do for the rest of the week and then we kind of just give an update on the next podcast on how we did on that challenge or something like that right so like for this one i'm proposing a health challenge where we actually keep track of our like water intake for each day oh i don't know if you're down for that i need this one (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you i need this one (laughs) i've been drinking too much monster basically anything but water i need this one all right so this health challenge is basically like you know um try your best to like guesstimate how much water you actually drink each day uh you can count the sodas too as well as long as you specify that this you know that you know part of what your day and what you drink is soda and the other is water like you know as long as you specify and differentiate but yeah that's the challenge that's the challenge pretty much oh i need this one but that's all I'm saying. I, I really need this one because I need something more water related in my life. Because yeah. Monster has been the wave and I feel like I've been drinking too much Monster. Mm. So I'd, ra- I'd rather not keep track of how much Monster I drink. I, I want to <laughs> replace all the Monster I drink with water and then keep track of it. Yeah. So I, like, you know, I have a realistic like, hey, you basically been killing yourself. All right. Uh, keep in mind, this is only going to be for a week. So we'll probably like switch it up every single week. So, yeah, just for this week, just keep track of your water intake and let me know how it goes in the next episode. And another thing, I want to add another section called the fact check section. I'm not really going to do it right now because I completely forgot everything that we said about episode eight. So, the po- well, the point of the fact check section in the first place is to basically just like um, think about what I said in the previous episode or think about what you said in the previous episode and see if we said anything that's blatantly blatantly wrong or something like that right but like i like i stated before i don't remember 
anything about episode eight. <laughs> Do you remember anything we talked about there? <laughs> I really don't. It was a blur. <laughs> but yeah. for, let me make an example. Let's say if I were to say, hey, uh, the president of Canada has a pet hippo named Chucky. You know, fat Chucky. I just, mean that that's a, that's just a fact check that we really don't care about. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. But yeah, you like, can say if, that. That's basically. If, if I were to be trying to make it say it as if it was a fact, without realizing, like, no, someone just posted that it was a meme. He doesn't really have one. <laughs> all right, all right. So that's basically it for me. There's gonna that's the two sections that I'm gonna try adding on as, as future episodes come up. All right. So let's get into this topic, all right? So we have some choices. Do you want to start with Attack on Titan first, or do you want to start with One Piece? Well, I'll let Attack you take on Titan that. It's pretty fresh in my brain right now, so we can start with Attack on Titan. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So before this episode, before we started recording, Jerb was actually trying to catch up on season three, but he's already caught up with the entire manga, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the just for, um, just for, um, how do you say it? Uh, just a disclaimer. Uh, this is going to be very, very spoiler heavy. So I apologize to anybody who's listening. But yeah, if you, if you want to enjoy Attack on Titan on your own, I don't think this episode is at all for you. Maybe you can skip ahead once uh, we get into the One Piece stuff. But right now, yeah, we're just going to go all in on Attack on Titan. Although, for Jerb though, this is just for me. I only caught up to season four of episode six so i don't know anything that happens after that but jerb knows everything after that <laughs> yes so that's basically it. you're gonna lead the talk and i'm just gonna go off of it because nah. if i need it i might end up saying a spoiler and then just like oh i'm not there yet <laughs> nah oh. that's fine that's fine i already told you like everything in up till episode six that's all i know you can talk about anything before that now, we were just talking about it right before the podcast started about how dope the Warhammer Titan is, but how dumb its weakness is. It's really bad. Yeah, <laughs> I hope there's more to it because they didn't. They only showed the Warhammer Titan for um, episode of for episode six, so we don't. I don't really know much about it yet. I don't know the full extent of um, her her powers. All I know is that she's able to use. Um, hardening i believe that's the skill yeah. right for every titan mm-hmm. um yeah she's able to use our hardening to actually create a bunch of objects so her utility power is really really high but that's really as far as you know i can throw the titan because it's, it's 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 not good as far as like being able to protect itself like does it have and do you in the future of the anime does it have any you know powers that can help um balance it out as far as like it's really really blatant weakness the the thing is the warhammer titan is basically a glass cannon oh man that's lame so (laughs) very very powerful unless you're able to see that spaghetti string you know that's so lame yeah (laughs) all its ability to make objects spikes all that it's it's extremely powerful so if you go up against it for the first time it's just like, you know, it basically stop anyone who's dumb or not smart. Man. So the, the its whole purpose is take it down before you realize its weakness. Mm. You know? Yeah, it's oh. just a spaghetti. It's just a spaghetti. Also, 
but the thing is no one's really gonna think about it unless you're like very uh accustomed to fighting titans because most of the time you have a titan shifter the person is, is in the neck yeah you know so you don't really think about it but they figured it out so quickly though yeah at least aaron specifically he figured it out so fast didn't he bite the neck and there was no one there or something? Yeah, there was no one there, but he caught up. Like, he didn't keep doing the same thing over again. He actually yeah. tried to assess the situation, which is really scary. Like, Aaron is actually really composed. Oh, yeah. Um, He hasn't yelled one bit this entire season four. Really? I don't think so, right? I, He's been really I haven't calm. watched the anime, so I don't know if he yelled. Remember I told you there's no sound in the manga, so I can't listen to <laughs> Okay, yeah. No, for the, for the entire anime, he's really, really, like, quiet. Um, he says very little, and he's very, very careful about what he says. And there's probably... Uh, there's probably a lot of, um... A lot of guilt that he has to, like, um... That he's... Yeah, there's there's probably a lot of guilt that he's trying to, like, hold back. Because he, he knows that he's killing a bunch of, like, innocent kids in the process. But he's really focused on the main task at hand. Got it. My boy is suffering from depression. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start recapping? Do you want to start recapping season three? Or do you want to just start immediately to like season four? Because I know you were trying to catch up on season three just to, you know, remember what you missed. I mean, remember what you like watched before or something. Yeah, but season three is just... It, it's weird. It, it's weird because season three is it, it, it. Even though I barely remember what I read, every single scene that I w- watched in season three, just I felt like I, I'm rewatching it. So in a way, it wasn't bad. It just like uh oh yeah, we spoke a little bit before the podcast. Like I said, it was more of uh the locations that got to me when I was reading it because um at that time that I was reading it, the manga was way more ahead of the anime. So. Over time, as I was reading it, I kind of lost track of what locations are where. And what is what? And where is this? And where is that? So watching it, it just felt like a little recap. Like, hey, this happened here. This happened there. This happened at this point in time. Now, the scene I liked the most, though, that I really needed the anime to better appreciate was um, when they were fighting the Beast Titan the armor titan and the colossal titan of because course. the beast titan he was pitching which you know when you're reading the book it's like yeah can't really appreciate the form uh, wit studio killed that moment oh. <laughs> when you when he when they threw alberto you mean right so yeah. they can save rainer or reiner yeah <laughs> see that was dope <laughs> no because yeah. it's like i think it's because of the music and the ambiance because everybody exactly. was really focusing on that barrel Right? Exactly. It was Every- just <laughs> they did really good with the music score. Like, <laughs> like what is this barrel was happening? And you're like, oh no, that's a colossal titan. And then the music just every time you, you felt this slight shift in music, it's like, oh. Yeah. So they thought um It was nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. and the scene with Levi when he took down the beast titan, it was oh my god. Oh, of course. That was high. Yeah. Everything about that war or that specific battle I made was really, yeah. really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I miss seeing Levi just completely wreck. Where the Beast Titan, he was so confident at first, and then afterwards, he's just like, I gotta run. I gotta gotta go away from this man. (laughs) I love that scene. Yeah. Because that's... 
Dusty I don't think they home. revealed the car tie-in, right? The car tie-in was the one that saved Zeke, but they never really revealed the identity. Oh no, they did. Oh no, they haven't revealed. Yeah, no, they haven't revealed the identity of the car tie-in. But they did in like season four. But I completely forgot about that dude. Yeah. I completely forgot about the dude. Okay, no one really important. <laughs> Is it Peiko? I don't even know. No one important. He's like, one. He, he he's one of the pe- he's one of the people that got um that got uh, trapped inside the what's that again like when Aaron was in season 4 when Aaron was preparing to actually launch um, an ambush on Tiber during his speech I'm pretty sure the car tie-in and some in the jaw tie-in got locked into like um a confined space so they can't really transform I'm pretty sure right or do you don't remember it's not that important it's not that important (laughs) think about it it's just like I feel like those are two titans they are cool but not really in a very uncool way that is true like one of them is just carry it's a, just a uh what is it someone just basically a suitcase that moves itself yeah but like ymir as a jaw titan was really cool though yeah that's my favorite character out of like entire time ty- the attack on titan series her, her backstory is just really sad all right so I think you got what you need for like season three. Do you want me to just start recapping every episode for like uh, season four? Yes. All right. I'm trying to prevent saying anything like off, but yes, <laughs> do that. Okay. In season four, um, we obviously um, the the anime kind of takes like a drastic shift, so we don't really focus on Parody Island anymore. We focus on the Marlians. So there's a lot of new characters. There's Gabby. There's Falco. Um. There's grown-up Rainer and Zeke, too, as well. Because I'm pretty sure there's a time skip, right? I think a four-year yep. time skip. Yeah, there is the, a time skip. From the Wal-Maria, war, I mean, f- what, the Wal-Maria battle all the yeah. way up till now. Four-year time skip, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And there's nothing but action on this one, honestly. You know, it kind of just shows how the Marleys have been... The Marleans, I mean, have been trying to, you know, just expand their nation as much as they can and they've and they've been facing a lot of battles against the Eldians not just with Parody Island but just with you know like outside of Parody Island they're still doing battles mm-hmm. right yeah the first episode is nothing just but pure action which is a great which is a great start I didn't want them to you know immediately put me in into like narrative mode um, but yeah episode one there's not much to say you know they just they just introduce a bunch of Marlians and a bunch of action on that one yeah and on the second episode this is where it gets a little bit more informative so this is where they introduce pretty much the military strategy meeting and the tiber family in the military strategy meeting it basically just shows how zeke kind of regrets failing his mission before so he wants to use his last year of you know being the beast tie-in to come back to Parody Island for another assault, right? Oh, I forgot. There's a age limit, right? There's a limit to how long you could. Yes, be <laughs> there's thirteen years, it. I think. Thirteen years. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I think it's thirteen. Yeah. So thirteen years. Um, they have to feed it to another Eldian. If nobody eats that tie-in, then it just gets passed on to another Eldian child that's gonna be born later, right? Yeah, that's the curse. Subjects of Ymir. 
right? Yeah. I completely <laughs> forgot about the curse. Oh my gosh. Do you want to run through the entire history, bro? <laughs> no. I can try to recall the entire history for you if you want. Go for it. Go for it? Okay, so it started off with uh, somebody named Ymir. Wait, is it, is it Ymir? Ymir Fritz? Yeah, it is. Ymir yeah. Fritz. The Ymir Fritz, the one that made a deal with the devil. And mm-hmm. it gave her the power of the founding titan, right? Mm-hmm. And she kind of used it to her advantage to, you know, take over the take over countries and stuff like that, and create her own like royal, like create her Wait. own um, you know, family of royalty and stuff. Pause. Pause. What's up? I'm I'm just saying, you you never know. Next season, uh, Attack on Titans become all mythical where you actually gotta fight the double. No. And you're locked up powers. I'm cool with not Eric. figuring out who the devil is, to be honest. That's not the main or, focus of the anime. I'm cool with it being like a metaphor. Turns out it's just someone who discovered something and they used the devil as a way to describe it. Yeah. It, the devil could have just been a lie, a myth. But it's not it, really. It could have just been my... a person who discovered Titans. Yeah. I don't really care about the devil, to be honest, or the origin of the Titans. But it, um, it just was a cool feature. It was those cool things that they add to it. Hmm. Okay. So it's always gonna be a mystery. Um, yeah. Okay. I mean, continue. do you want to find out about it? I just want to know a little bit, but I don't need to know like have a whole series on it. I just want to know like a little backstory. You know, do you, do I don't you think need you'd be satisfied without knowing it because I'm pretty sure there's only two chapters left in the manga, right? Wait, I'll be satisfied without knowing it. <laughs> it was just it would be a mystery. I just want to like if they are gonna show, I don't need it to show like a whole. Oh, you you know what's my fear? What's up? Every time they show like a like a little flashback of a time, and but they don't give like direct details. They only show like you no know, little hints. My biggest fear is that they do another series where it's just a prequel. No, don't do that. I hate those. I hate those. Don't do that. Like Isayama. I like them, but I hate them. So every time I see a show like getting to its end and you start getting more background, but it doesn't show the complete story, I'm like, please don't yeah. do that. I don't think Isayama would be the type to do that, to be honest. I feel like That's he would just be a one and done, and then and then he's just gonna move on. I hope, <laughs> but you never know. I hope. Yeah. One and done. Hit me with that, or like have a sequel. I, I don't want nah. Yeah. Actually, a sequel. I just don't want prequels. Mm. Like, and no matter how good they are, I just it bothers me. I'm like, mm. dude, you just just blue balling us just so you could set up for your prequel that you're gonna release in the future. Like, nah, I don't want that. Just. Give us yeah. the information you need and move on. Yeah, we're looking at you, Star Wars. Oh, yeah, perfect example, Star I'm just Wars. <laughs> nah, but that's true. <laughs> it's a joke, but it's a it's a fact. All right, continuing on with the history. So after Ymir died, it split up into thirteen different tie-ins, I believe. Specifically, thirteen different tie-ins, right? Can you name all of them right now in one go? Uh, attack Titan, uh-huh. Colossal Titan, Armor Two, Titan, three, the Female Titan, four. Uh, cart titan jaw right. titan Six. warhammer titan. no warhammer wait warhammer was warhammer mm, warhammer <laughs> <laughs> warhammer <laughs> wait was warhammer one of the originals yeah warhammer's part part of the 13 okay. yeah warhammer mm-hmm. uh beast titan mm-hmm. eight okay uh you have the founding titan all right nine so it's only nine it's not 13 yeah i, I was about to say because i can't think of anything else because so I, I wasn't sure when I said 13. Because I only know, like, okay, there's 13 years for a tie-in to actually live. And there's nine tie-ins in total. 
It's a good thing you told me to stop because I had no idea. I was just going to start saying, hey, regular Titans. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. Oh, man. There's just so much to, like, there's just so much lore that I that I have to, like, get my um get my head on. But, yeah, it's nine Titans. Okay, cool. So, I got split up into nine Titans. So, the Marley and the Eldians kind of fight, uh, continue to fight afterwards. All the way up to the King Fritz uh, generation where it kind of took a turn of events. Because uh, the Marlians actually managed to capture, I don't know how many, exactly how many times from the Eldians, but they managed to capture a couple of them. And it kind of led to the exile of King Fritz because there was a point where King Fritz kind of just want to give up on the war. So he went to Parody Island and he set up a bunch of like colossal titans to actually create the wall and warned everybody that wanted to attack that he would use his powers as a founding titan to like unleash wrath on the entire world if anybody like messes with them yep and then that's probably why every single person who gets the founding titan after they realize the whole history they stop because remember every single person before they get the founding titan they're always like no i'm gonna change this i'm gonna set us free i'm gonna stop all the titans and then once they get the founding titan and they get all the memories they're like yeah no that's a bad idea mm-hmm yeah it's because of our king fritz will right yeah. Anybody who inherits um the founding tie-in, uh, how, what what is the specific will? Can you tell me? I don't know it. Ah, oh, come on. I, Isn't I it? Something- it has something to do with like you you cannot use the founding tie-in to um attack or whatever. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, what's the specific prophecy that that King Fritz did? This is why people are better Google. Um, attack on Titan, right? Yeah. King Fritz. Yeah, so yeah, so King Fritz because he he this he didn't like the fact that Titans were used for war. Um he created a will for uh future generations to not really use it to attack Marlians or any anybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the will, essentially. But uh things kinda changed because of Aaron, but you know, yada yada yada. So during the King Fritz generation, as far as far as the war goes, the Tibber family was highly renowned to be the ones to actually like put King Fritz into exile, right? And King Fritz and the Tibber family actually created this myth about a man named Helos, who the Tibber family uh, collaborated with in order to win the war. Except that myth, as explained by Tibber in his um speech. Uh, later on in season four um he explained that that myth was just a facade it was a lie to just keep people appeased like helos doesn't really exist um and uh he told the entire history about like king fritz um with uh preventing other founding titans um inheritors from using the power against marlians and stuff right right yes Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yes. Okay. So, so that's basically the history, I think. Yeah. Um, I forgot there was something I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh. So the 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 entire reason why Zeke and the others decide to like invade Parody in the first place is because they're actually losing reinforcements, and the in their current war of like expanding the Marlian nation, and everybody else is adapting to 
the Titans now. They're creating weapons that actually fight oh, against all the Titans, right? That's why, like, in the first... I remember this in the manga. In the first, like, chapter of the time skip, I think, was it? Mm-hmm. They, they showed a war where they basically got wrecked. They were using Titan powers, but got wrecked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they I think they lost one, or they almost lost one of the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they imply on, um, and they state that in uh, season four, um, like it it really showed how they really needed the founding tie-in in order to actually like um, keep their power. And why do they need the founding tie-in? Can you explain that one? Okay, the because the fa- founding tie-in basically is like a god of yeah. titans. He basically controls everything. And was it? He basically controlled like all the titans, everything in the wall. You have the complete history. You basically know. It gives you like a lot of information and it's the strongest one and it also Given wipes out the, memories yes basically you're basically god but it's way. only eldian memories right no i think it's um i think it's anyone anyone no i think there's only i think there's so only certain people that are immune to it like the ackerman ackerman whatever it is i appreciate the ackerman okay yeah and then they said that oriental something like that the oriental yeah yeah no 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 it says here in the wikipedia page for attack on titan only subjects of ymir can be can have their memories altered other ethnicities such as ackermans the asian bloodline noble families are unaffected okay so okay yeah everybody else besides uh subjects of ymir that being said if you do get colossal titan as well you, you basically have a whole group of people that you just control and have them fight for you mm-hmm so Although he, here's the thing, so the beast titan can also uh, control titans, right? Yeah, yeah, but they but really need that memory manipulation or something like that. I think it's also because of just the pure power of it. It's pure power of it, yeah. Because like I think the beast titan control, but like I think he the beast titan basically just tell them what to do. They don't because remember the family titan was the one that made the walls. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Beast Titan has that type of power to just control, like, to that extent. Mm-hmm. Plus, if if the Marlins are scared of what the Founding Titan will do with the power of the Titans inside the wall, don't you think the Marlins, if they get their hands on that power, they, they will have nothing to fear? Mm. Honestly, I, I have to read up on it a little bit more because you can also make the argument that they're really trying to get the Founding Titan because Eren has it now. And Aaron's not of royal blood, so he can, so he's not held back he by can't the will. Use it. That too, and he, but doesn't that also limit him to where he can't really use it to his full extent? He just he just has to touch somebody of royal blood in order to actually use the power. Yeah. So he's a threat to humanity, technically. Yeah, yeah, like that's I th- I think Rainer understands that. That's the reason why um the Marlians are really worried about Aaron. Um, I've heard things about in season three when it it was revealed that um Rainer and them were searching for the coordinate and then once he realized out of Aaron. all people the worst person that could possibly have it has it. <laughs> the one person who will never work with us. <laughs> so like so he just started throwing random titans at him, like please one of y'all just eat him. I could I could do anyone else but him. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But um yeah, the Marlians are have their back against the wall and they need that founding tie-in for some really really big reason um 
All right, so I think that's the entire history as far as like yeah. related, as far as like the grand scheme of things goes. Unless you want to go back to like Grisha and <laughs> everything. Now, now, wait, wait. Every single time there's a moment like that where one army needs another army to have their thing, you know, come true, it, it's always like if the Marlians were just to be better to the people in Paradise Island, whatever, they probably could have had it already because remember they persecute Eldians and everything so well they like, persecute if... Eldians because you know they kind of dis- Eldians destroyed Marley yeah but like if you think about it if they were just to Be forgive nice? them yeah that's impossible forgive them <laughs> I know but like a lot of these like issues, Ymir was a f- was freaking evil <laughs> that's what I'm saying but it's just like like hey our ancestors hated each other and your ancestors these terrible things prove to us that you guys are not evil too yeah but then i give that chance they're just like not evil we're taking this by force and now it's just like i don't know man now you have uh the thing that has your best chance of winning a war is your greatest enemies now uh but keep in mind like a lot of um a lot of history was actually kept from the marlians all they can really infer from is the fact is like you know the very very um uh the very very shallow um way of um looking at the entire war which is you know eldians are the devil and you should kill and then you should use eldians and other conquered armies to actually win the war and just expand the nation like right and then, and, and then the eldians they don't even know what's happening because they got their no, no, none of them knows anything <laughs> yeah, like, you have one just going out killing them and then you got another one that don't even know why they're getting killed yeah so ignorance plays a huge role in the in the entire thing like marlians don't even know what they're into to be honest and every marlian um because keep in mind throughout the entire war and their uh, march for expansion marlians don't actually get drafted into the army so they don't really know what's going on outside of their uh cities they've never really experienced you know like bullets um like taking bullets or like facing against off titans and stuff like that they can only really read it from the the newspapers that they get oh why yeah they even exist which is funny or it's not funny sad (laughs) all right so there's this character called uh this this one is not really like a a very important character but he was he was spitting in one episode let me just like look at my notes real quick okay so there's this uh i'm gonna just say he's a commander i don't really know what he does to be honest but there's this commander called uh theo magath right that kind of meets with uh willie tibber to discuss about um why why did you go to willie tibber again oh god (laughs) i I forgot what what's the point of like going to willie tibber um is it because Willie, uh, the Tibber family is pretty much um, the main stronghold for Marlians? I think they're the ones that pretty much control everything, right? I'll just say yes. What do you mean yes? <laughs> I don't remember, honestly. Ah uh, man. Okay, so they have a they have a really interesting conversation. Um, so just to quickly recap what they state, um, Willie Tibber pretty much just accepts responsibility for the fact that Marlians have become enraged with the destructions of war right but he also states that the tibber family never really 
like even though they hold a lot of power they let the marleyans be free to choose uh how they go about you know winning the war and they chose using the titan powers to actually you know go go on to expeditions and expand the nation right so theo mcgath um in this conversation with willie tibber he talks about how um, creating a conscription which is just like a, a drafting um a drafting policy that you know it's basically like recruiting marleyan soldiers right and the purpose of it is just to show marleyans just how stupid the war is and hopefully that it'll actually inspire the marleyans to just stop with the war and just and just strive for peace okay so that, that that's really like the gist of uh the conversation that they both had um sounds like help. it's not gonna work but okay it's not gonna work out and willie tibber also talks about actually publicly you know announcing the the true history of the titans which we just um recapped right now and stating a war against parody island one more time because Eren, the one who has the founding titan at the moment is a threat to humanity through and through yeah and he knew that coming into the speech he knew that he was gonna die because i'm pretty sure theo mcgath um informed him that there are um spies from parody that actually managed to infiltrate they don't know where they are they don't know who they are they just know that they're probably gonna launch an attack sometime soon and tibber accepts that responsibility because i guess he kind of justifies it as a way to drive the marleans even further into his cause got it a martyr means something yeah a martyr. yeah so that's that's me recapping episode four and now we have uh some of the some of the details that i missed out on so aaron is basically trying to act like he's uh he's a handicapped person and he kind of just um uses like falco yeah he uses falco to like you, you know does a scheme i don't really know what his what his schemes are you probably know it yourself but yeah he uses falco to actually um send some send some letters to some somebody mm, so that's interesting now, i like that idea of like hey let's let's show people how dumb this war is like yeah that's not gonna work <laughs> every time you try to tell people hey this is dumb because of this they're just like some it's gonna fail mm. it always fails trying to show people that hey fighting is dumb it's like uh, i don't know man that seems like you have a lot of hope on people yeah. i mean the whole the whole point of the idea is just to like make the marlins even more aware about you know the war that's all i don't really yeah like we don't know if it's gonna work or not but it's better than what they've been doing up till now right because marlins have just been really really uh um, have been really okay with the fact that people are dying because one, they're using Eldians to actually fight, and Which... two, they're also using the conquered armies. You know, like the like anybody else that's not really that's around the world that they've conquered, they also use them to in wars. Yeah, so as long as Marlins don't die, Marlins are fine, basically. And and then Marlins are raised to be like, hey, we're superior to them. So they're not even taught to care about them either. So it's like they're not going to care. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
So going back to Aaron, um, mm-hmm. apart from actually using Falco for his schemes, he actually also meets his grandfather, the one who raised Grisha and stuff, right? And the fa- the the interest uh, the conversation that he had was also interesting because um, what's the name of his grandfather? I'm gonna just call him uh, grandfather right now, <laughs> but grandpa, grandpa, yeah, grandpa Jaeger or something. So grandpa Jaeger. Yeah, so the grandpa notices Jaeger actually um, using Falco, and he's well aware of like what he's trying to do with the kid. So he sits down. He sits down with the bench. I, I, he sit, he sits down on the bench with Aaron, and then kind of just states that you shouldn't, you know, use Falco like that because Falco's brother Colt actually uh, managed to. Um, what Titan did he did did Colt get um did get again? Like Colt managed to get the title of um, the Cart Titan or the or, or the Jaw Titan. I don't know which, one of those. And obviously, as an Eldian, that's being um, that's being um discriminated against by Marley. If you are an Eldian that managed to, you know, be, I guess how would you how would you say this, be noble enough to be able to you know take it's, one it's of the a, titans it's like being knighted yeah 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 that that that's basically it like if you if you manage to get knighted and take one of the titans then your family is saved so essentially what the grandpa is stating to Aaron is that falco's family is already saved but if you keep doing this you might get falco in trouble and and which is <laughs> which is really ironic because that's kind of just what he did to grisha like he kind of just um abused his son because Grisha was really traumatized by the fact that his sister died be- be- for no, you know, good reason really other than discrimination. But his father didn't really protect his son from that. Like his father was already just- accepting of the fact that he can't do anything about the situation. So he tries to silence Grisha. His father basically was already l- licking their boots. Like, yeah. hey, this is okay. This is normal. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, your sister died. Yeah, my daughter died. Who cares? Yeah, so that sucks. But yeah. I feel like, you know, this is the scene that kind of shows that the grandpa really regrets not taking care of Grisha better. Right? So that's and nice. try to keep Aaron from making the same thing. Yeah. All right, so fast forward. Now we have Falco actually inviting Rainer to the basement. The the very, very um, hyped scene, I think, for quite a while now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so Rainer meets Aaron for the first time in four years, and <laughs> I guess they kind of have a conversation about like how alike they are. Do you want to cover that? I do not. Why? But, <laughs> but you're, it's fresher in your memories. Remember, I've been watching season three. It's not fresh in mine. Ah, uh, okay. So Rainer, Rainer at this point is very suicidal because. He low-key kind of regrets going through with the invasion of the Mario wall back when he first started. All because, the people that died. Yeah, he had a choice to go back and just not do it when um, Ymir ate the jaw tie-in um, back when they were kids, right? Like, Annie and Bertold were really, really scared at that time. And Rainer, I guess his justification was he wanted to be known as a warrior when he comes back to Marley. So he decided, you know, 
he encouraged Annie and Berto to go through with the plan regardless. And now this, every single event that you just watched from season one to three unfolded because of that. The deaths and all his friends that he just realized that he just basically, basically uh, buried them. Yeah. Although Annie, Annie's probably dead. I I just don't know who has Annie's power right now. Um, isn't she still in the crystal? She's in the crystal. Yeah, but she, we haven't yeah. seen. She's probably getting used to in the war, right? She's in the crystal. Oh, she's still in the crystal. Okay, because we haven't seen any 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 yeah, anything about she, her since season one. She crystallized herself. She's not getting out of there anytime soon. You could just eat her, right? Remember they tried. <laughs> Damn you! Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's fine. Okay, because well, Annie's cool. Annie's fine. Hopefully, she's Annie's still alive. safe. Basically, Annie. My favorite thing is in that scene from season three where Arm was talking about how she's being tortured and hearing the screams. I'm like, nah, she's good. Okay. She is right. a crystal. The question is, they're trying to find how to break the crystal. If anything. Really? I mean. Hey, those- they we, could probably do it now, but you can it's probably like, do it. I don't know why you can't. I don't think they want to kill her. Maybe that's why they haven't done it. But I think she's in the crystal. Though. You don't want to kill her. What do you mean? She just invaded I, the entire capital city. Like <laughs> she's in the crystal. Like just eat her so you can get her powers. I don't know. That's what I, I. That's what I thought they would do. I think so. Pretty sure she's still in the crystal. Okay. Living her life to the fullest. Okay, that's cool. Anyways, so um, Rainer kind of asks why Aaron is here, and Aaron, you know, replies back that he's here the same reason why he was there in Parody Island in the first place. So that's how that's how they are like in the pretty much. He's a warrior. Yeah, and also Aaron tells Falco to stay in the basement, even though um, Rainer suggested that Falco should not be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would have suggested the same thing. I'm like, hey, yo, Falco, did. But, <laughs> but it's like, come on, dog. Falco literally didn't do anything. I don't know why you want to put <laughs> Falco through this. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, just dip, son. Come on, you're safe. You, you Your family's going to be happy now. Damn. Yeah. And now, but now it shows if, if Falco now. survives and then somebody finds out and, th- and they do an end of it investigation on Falco, he might be done. Although, I don't That's know if he's still alive. He's still alive, right? You know what this shows, though? What? Aaron doesn't care. Yeah, I know. Aaron doesn't care. Like, that's clear cut just right from his yeah, face. He just doesn't care. Like, ah, oh, this boy, this kid here is going to get his whole family murdered. Or yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why he was really scary in season four, because he's really calm. He hasn't yelled. Yeah. He, he hasn't been passionate about anything ever since he got to uh marley yeah okay um, so aaron ends up killing tibbet yep yep and yep. the war ensues yep. and he kills a bunch of children <laughs> in the process because you know it's a it's a it's tibber speech so everybody's pretty much there to see it and yeah there's a lot of casualties during that war um, I think they lost one of their like okay so from Gabby's perspective because I think Gabby lost somebody that she really liked or loved or whatever or, or one of the soldiers that she worked with or something like that do you remember Gabby by the way I don't damn it 
Okay. Okay. So Gabby is the one that's um that is that's Rainer's distant cousin, and she is she has been like because of her efforts, she has been named as the next warrior titan, or I mean armor titan, right? Like she's the one that's gonna take up after uh, Rainer. After my boy Rainer kicks the bucket. Yeah. So. I think Falco likes Gabby, so Falco tries to actually, like, he tried to do better than Gabby as far as tests go and as being a soldier goes, so that Gabby doesn't have to go through the fact that you know you have to go through 13 years of being a Titan and you just die. Oh yeah, you're gonna like, die. Yeah, Falco doesn't want that for Gabby. So, um, anyways, that's that's really about it as far as um what I know. All I know, season four. If Gabby gets it, Falco, you gotta work quick. You you know you gotta you gotta put in your work. Mm-hmm. Try to at least get one or two kids. Aren't you like yes. far ahead into the manga? You should know. About oh yeah, what happens. yeah. But I can't talk about it. It's, so why you gotta act like you don't know about it? Stop. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Damn I can't it. talk about. Oh, like I could be like, hey. But yeah, it's just like. You know, Falco better put in that work early, making sure that. Because remember, he only has 13 years. That's that's enough to make have a team. Wait, how old is Gabby right now? Man, I have no clue, bro. They're probably the old... same age as Aaron when uh, Wal Maria first struck. Oh no, that means after she gets it. Oh, depends when. How much more time does Rainer have? Rainer probably. Uh, so he got it when he was really young too, as well. Oh, he probably so he only have... has like a year left. Same as Zeke. Oh, so Gabby, I don't know if you guys are gonna start having kids early, you know, sixteen and pregnant, or are you gonna like wait it out and then? But like, you know, Taco better put it <laughs> work. You better make sure he knows his goals. But uh, yeah, this guy. All right. Yeah. All right. So that's enough attack and time. Um, I don't really want to speculate on anything. Uh, there's there's not really much to go off of. They haven't really shown much other than the Warhammer tie-in is really, really, um, really s- not that threatening, <laughs> which sucks. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully the war t- the Warhammer tie-in like you know um, redeems herself. I hope so. The Warhammer tie-in is threatening. It's just not threatening against other titans. Like it's, oh my gosh, like you, you're so cool. Why do you have such a big weakness? <laughs> Here's the thing, but that weakness is only for other titans. Oh man! You really think about it. It's like, can can she even move from that place, or she has to stay in one spot? Can't she just grab herself and move herself? <laughs> Honestly, they could have just. Probably... How far can that strand um stretch? They should have given the Warhammer Titan a giant backpack and just put her in it. Oh my gosh! Like an but armored like, backpack. That that strand is not even powerful. Like you can just. Why why can't you just be on the neck? Just be on the neck, bro. <laughs> why can't they just make giant armors? That's true. It's like I, you have all this power to actually like create um objects. I don't know why you didn't create an armor. Make an armor and just put herself inside that armor and now you don't need the spaghetti string. Yeah, whatever. But, you know, creativity, you know. It just sucks how like, you know, I was really excited for the Warhammer debut and then she just she, she just, just got defeated out. like that. She she really just, just did. Just right yeah. right from the get go. She wasn't even a threat. Yeah. It just sucks, sucks how Eric doesn't have much years left. Yeah. 
Like right now, the scouts, um, they're they're much more threatening than the Warhammer Titan. You know, which is which is which is um a good thing to say because it's like you know they really work hard and actually like what. Wh- what gear do they use again? I forgot what it's, it's specifically called. It's it's something really cool because I know it's an abbreviation. But yeah, whatever their gear is yeah. called and how they use ODM. it, yeah. Huh? ODM gear, whatever. Thing. Yeah, ODM gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, like uh, the scouts are are way more threatening than the Warhammer Titan. That oh like, crap. That dope gear that everyone wished they had, but then if you really think about it. It takes a lot of skill, and you will die if you mess up. Yeah, and nobody else knows about it except for the ones in Parody Island. Like, gosh, dang, bro. Yeah, but it's that, dope. That's just you know, crazy. It's about technology. Kind of dope. Yeah. All right. So, any any last things that you want to say about Attack on Time before we move on to One Piece? Oh, Aaron, my boy, grow a heart. Bad. All right. Bad. 